Today, we are continuing our series on Christ consciousness. Uh, today is going to be very powerful. Today is powerful, actually, very, very powerful. The Spirit of the Lord is here. I just want you to lift your left hand. And if you can sing this song with me, please don't, don't laugh at don't Don't mind the voice, right? Uh, the voice is the voice. Last week, we learned a certain song. Uh, but we are not singing it. At the end of the session, maybe I'll ask if you're able to sing it. You know how we move, right? Father, I give you all the praise. I bless your holy name. Thank you for making today a possibility. For you said, wherever two or more shall gather in your name, there you are. Thank you for your presence, Lord. I acknowledge your presence. Thank you, Lord, for the administration of your power and the utterance of your word that bringeth light. We are being transformed. Thank you that there is understanding in your word. We are being abled in power because of the utterance of your word. We are being abled in knowledge, in wisdom, in understanding because of the utterance of your word. Just as you said, whoever follows you shall never walk in darkness. Father, thank you that even as your word proceeds, darkness has disappeared in the name of Jesus Christ. I give you all praise and I bless your wonderful name. I thank you, Yahweh, in Jesus' wonderful name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 First of all, I want to um, say God richly bless you. I am not a motivational speaker. I am not an inspirational speaker. I am a child of God, a man of God, and a servant of the living God. I am not here to motivate anyone. I'm not here to inspire anyone. In the book of Genesis, when God said, let there be light, it did not inspire or motivate the light to come. When God said, let there be light, there was light. It was the word of God. So when God said, let there be light, there was light. As I said earlier, I'm not here to motivate or inspire you. I am a servant of God. Whatever I say, it's not going to inspire you. It's going to create in you. When God said, let there be light, it created light. So we say God is the creator. He spoke his word and there was light. He spoke his word and there was light. Not a motivational speaker. I am a servant of God. Whatever I say, it creates, it does not motivate. It starts something new in you. It does not inspire something new in you. It gives birth into something within you. It does not revive something that is dead. No. It gives birth to something new. We began our series on Christ consciousness last week. We spoke about Christ's reality. Today, I want to bring your attention. Um, a French woman will say attention or tatation. Which one is it? Tatation or attention? <laughs> I can see the French lady laughing. I want to bring on to your attention the growth of a child of God. The growth of a child of God. And this session or this ones will be divided into two. Today we are about to speak or we are about to talk about the word. Christ consciousness. Last week, I explained so much on why and how it means to be Christ-conscious. Please, if you have not been able to listen to the last week's teachings, I would recommend you can listen to the teachings on our podcast. So today, I want to talk about Christ, um, the growth of a child of God, and I want to talk about the Word. Romans chapter 12, verses number 2, Malice. Romans 12, verse 2. 
first of all, Malice, hold on. I want to say this. That you are not a man or you are not a woman. You are born of God. So you are born of a spirit. So you do not relate as a man or a woman. And it's not like you have a spirit. No, you are a spirit. You know, there have been teachings that, oh, you are a, you are a human being and you have a spirit and, and you have a, no, you are not, you do not have a spirit. You are, you are a spirit being. Jesus Christ said something. He said, the day is coming and indeed the day has come where true worshippers shall worship the Lord in truth and in spirit. The word in truth there means in the word. And in spirit means by the Holy Spirit. So you worship God through his word and by his spirit. Today we will talk about the word. And please, as I always say, do not come and add on to what you think you know. The fact that something has been there for long does not mean it is true or it is right. Do not add on to what you know. Okay, so Romans chapter 12, verses number 2. Okay, so if you remember the statement I made, I said you are not a man. You are a spirit being. Having the nature of a man living on earth, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, Paul starts by saying, so uh, Malis, let's go to the verse 1. Let me, let me start from the verse 1. He says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Offer your bodies. Offer your bodies, your bodies, offer your bodies. So you are not a man. But now you are living on earth. And the only way you can operate on earth is to have a body. So remember, you are not a man. So you must offer your body that through which you are being able to operate and function on earth. You must offer it as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to the Lord. This is your true and proper worship. Why? Because in as much as you are a spirit, you are bound on earth, so you have a body. And until you place this body under the subjection of your spirits, you do certain things amiss. Jesus said, the time has come where true worshippers shall worship the Father in truth and in spirit. So first of all, first of all, to get this on your consciousness, to get this in you, you are not a man, you are a spirit being. So now that you are a spirit being, that you have a human body, you have this, 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 um, this body, this, this vessel, you have this vessel. Your days on earth are bound. Why? Because you are still not in your original body. That is the spiritual body. You are in this earthly body and you function on earth. So Paul introduces Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. He says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, in view of what Jesus came to die, that is the mercy of God. In view of why Jesus came to die, that is the mercy of God. When we say the mercy of God, it means, of, it means what Jesus has come to do. In view of God's mercy, there is a, a, the, the act of mercy. That is not what, the act of mercy is there. But when we say God's mercy, it means what Jesus came to do on the cross. That is God pleading mercy to us and not punishing us of what we deserve. Okay, so in view of what Jesus has come to do, offer your bodies, your bodies that you function and operate on earth with, offer that body as a living sacrifice. Holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Offer your bodies, your bodies that you have been able to function on this hemisphere called earth. Offer this body. 
to the Lord. Why must you offer? Because you are not a man. You are a spirit being. You are not a man. You are a spirit being. So as a spirit being, always having on your consciousness that I am not a man. I am not a man. You must therefore seek and do and please this body as which though you are in heaven or you are in with your father that you will do. So most of times, people will say that, oh, Brother Larry, I've been struggling with fornication, I've been struggling with masturbation, I've been struggling with it, I've been struggling with it. It is because you do not know that you are a spirit being. The moment you realize this, you seem to overcome certain strategies of the devil. Because the, 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 the scripture says we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. The devil will always attack the flesh. The devil will always attack the flesh. Always, always note that. What the devil did to Job, he attacked his flesh. God did not give permission to his spirits. So, the, the attack of the flesh, mind games, circumstances of life, even people who are around you, the devil can use them to speak to you. And the ultras of their word will begin to break you. Verse 2, that is where we are hinging on, we are, and we are um, um, building on now. He says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Please, I want all of you to read the verse two, just the first part with me. One, are we all ready? Are we all ready? One, two, go. What does it say? Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Let me say this. Let me say this. Yes, the Holy Spirit is ever ready to help you. But if you do not make a decision, I always talk about decision making. If you do not make a decision, forget about the tones you are saying. The Bible started, Paul started by saying, he did not say that the Holy Spirit will help you not to conform with the person of this world. No, he did not say that. He said, you, you, under the sound of my voice, you do not conform to the pattern of this world. Do not accept what the world seems normal. And as a matter of fact, whatever is normal to the world is contrary to the word of God. So as a spirit man, always note this, you are not a man. You are a spirit being. So as a spirit being or as a spirit man, Paul is admonishing you that do not conform to the pattern of this world. Do not conform. Do not. Do not mean you must make a decision that whatever is normal to the world, it, it, you, you must not accept it. The last time I was talking to you guys about how you respond when somebody asks you, how are you? It is normal to the world. Oh, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. Do not conform to the pattern of the world. What will be the difference between you, a believer and an unbeliever? When I ask you, how are you? And you are telling me you are fine. You are fine. Sorry. And I ask you, and I ask an unbeliever and he also say, I am fine. What is the difference? There is no difference. Do not conform to the pattern of the world. This is the pattern of the world. This is how the world has been structured. And the Paul is admonishing, do not conform. It is, it is up to you to make, you make the decision by knowing. So today you have come to know that you are not a man. You are a spirit being. So in your confirmation or in, in the acts of you, you do not conform, you do not, you do not structure yourself to fit the world. We are foreigners on this world. On this earth, we are foreigners. We do not belong here, we are foreigners. A spirit being, you are, that is who you are, a spirit being. Whosoever is born of God, God is a spirit. Whosoever is born of God, whosoever is born of God, whosoever is born of God. So if I am born of God, how can I be a man? God is a spirit. If I am born of God, Paul is saying, do not conform to the pattern of this world. What the world will say, oh, this, oh, this is a normal. Oh, this is normal. Oh, this is okay. What the world calls okay, God does not see okay. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. We are of the word. 
Paul is saying, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Why? Because one, you are not a human being. You are a spirit being. You are not a man. You are a spirit being. You are born of God. Whosoever is born of God. Whosoever is born of God. You are not a man. It has been there that, oh, you know, you are a human being and you have a spirit and you have a soul. No, you are not a human being. First of all, do not accept that you are a spirit being. You are a spirit being. So the reality is, you see, you, you see Larry's body, but... But yes, it is it is it is the it is the tube that I am in to walk on this earth. But as a matter of fact, I am not a human being, I am a spirit being because I am born of God. You are a spirit being because you are born of God. Whosoever is born of God, whosoever is born of God is a spirit. So if I am born of him, when 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 Nicodemus met Jesus. And he asked him, what my son do to be saved? Jesus said, unless you are born again. And Nicodemus said, how can I enter my mother's womb to be born again? Jesus was rather saying that unless you accept the fact that you are a spirit being. Okay, so let me continue. He says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed, or be, but be transformed by renewing of your mind but be transformed by renewing of your mind. So in the body of Christ, eh, I've, I've always heard this teaching but from so many people that, oh, and you got to renew your mind, and you got to renew your mind, we got to re renew your mind. But the question is, how do I renew my mind? How do I make the conscious effort to renew my mind? Oh, Brother Larry, I've been trying to you know, overcome this and that. No, how do I renew my mind? Okay, one. Note that you are not a human being. You are a spirit being. First of all, he introduces by saying, do not conform to the pattern. The first act of renewing your mind is not to accept what is normal. What is normal to the world? Okay, so Brother Larry, um, you know, um, no, 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 stop saying that. What is normal to the world, I've said this, is contrary to the world. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. The way the world acts, do not act as such. That's the first way to renew your mind. So if the world will wake up every morning and say, we are going to have a breakfast, do not conform to that pattern. Why? Because Jesus said the kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking. That's what he said. It's not about eating and drinking. It is normal for everybody to wake up and have breakfast. Yes, but me as a child of God, God is expecting me to rather maybe be fasting, rather maybe be waiting on him through fasting and prayers. So the normal person in this world will wake up in the morning and begin to fast. But me, not accepting the pattern of this world, I'll wake up and I'll fast. The normal person will wake up and will look for breakfast. But me, I'll wake up and look after the things of God to wait on him through fasting and prayers. Why? Because I am born of God. I am a spirit being. I cannot accept the modulo operandi of this world, how they go about their things. That is the first act. So today on social media, you see so many people trying to, oh, but Lord, is it good to wear this dress? You, me, if you ask me that question, I'll not answer you as a matter of fact. Maybe I, if it's a voice note, I'll not even reply. Is it good to wear this dress? Is it good to? Whatever is of the world, the pattern of this world, it, oh, you know, but Lord, I think it's okay to show your stomach when you are working. It is the pattern of this world. The Bible admonishes us, do not conform to the pattern of the world. Do not call. That is the first way to renew in your mind. Just don't accept it. So if the world calls it normal, note that there is a question mark on it. Today, this one is so sensitive. The world calls homosexuality a normality. Oh, it's your right. They were born with it. They were born with it. 
This is what the word of God says. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. It does not mean you are going to hate them. No. There is a difference between hating and supporting. The first act to renewing your mind is one, do not conform to the pattern of this world. That is the first act. The first act to renew your mind. So you make a decision. But allow you see this thing, it is normal. When you hear that word, normal, put a um, asterisk there. Asterisk and go and look into the word of God, into the Bible, what the Bible says about what these people call normal. I've seen so many people in confusion, even in the body of Christ. Even in the body of Christ. And some others are also um, spitting ignorance out there. That and you have to renew your mind. You have to renew your mind. And as a matter of fact, people are, you know, they recently took their work with God serious. Sometimes they recently, you know, devoted their life, their, their life to God. They recently, and you tell them to renew their mind, and you are throwing them into a state of confusion by not teaching them how. The first thing, do not accept what the world calls normal. This is our series, Christ Consciousness. But for you to get there. That your consciousness is always filled of Christ. Uh, I need to take you through the process of taking what is there away. Before you can go to the place where you can wait until he fills you with what has been left off. So now, the second thing. He said, then you then you'll be able, um, the verse 3 says, then you'll be able to test and prove what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. I'm not going to explain the good, pleasing, and perfect will. But God willing, as we continue our series, I'll be touching on what is the good will of God, what is the pleasing will of God, or, and the perfect will of God. There are always three wills of God. The good will of God, the pleasing will of God, and the perfect will of God, according to Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Okay, so the verse, um, let's go, Marlis, let's go to John. So John 1, 1, 2, 3, 4. So this is what the word of God says. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him things, through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and that life was the light of mankind. Note this, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word is God. So first of all, the word is God. That's what um, John introduces Jesus to us, that Jesus is the word. Remember our series, Christ Consciousness. And we are talking about your growth as a child of God, your growth as a child of God. And I've started by, I started with you the, the, not conforming to the patterns of this world and how to renew your mind. Renewing the art of re renewing your mind is the process of getting into the reality of Christ. The art of renewing your mind is the process where you can get into the reality of Christ. So, in the beginning was the world, and the world was recorded, and the world was God. He was recorded. In the beginning, through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and the life was the light of all mankind. In him was life, and the life was the light. In him was life. In him was life, and the um, li um, light was, and the life was the light of all mankind. Now let's jump to verse 14. I'm talking about the renewal of your mind. And the verse 14 says that the word which we have come to know from the verse 1 says that the word was with God and the word was God. The verse 14 says the word, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. Note this, the word became flesh and dwell, made his dwelling among us. So now let's end this. End this, sure. Let me expand on this. Note this, I want to say this. The Bible, the Bible, 
please take your time and listen very carefully, okay? The Bible is not the word of God. Hey, Brother Larry! Brother Larry, what are you trying to say? Hold on. The Bible contains the words of God. The Bible is not the word of God. The Bible contains the words of God. So it is through the words of God, we see the word of God, to know God. It is through the words of God, seen in the Bible, that we know the word of God to see God. It is through his words that we get to know him. So this is the word. The word of God is the radiance of the Godhead, expressions of the Father, and the word is God. The word of God, the word, is the radiance of the Godhead or the reflection of the Godhead and expressions of the acts or the expressions of the Father and the word is God. Let me break all these down. The Bible contains the words of God. There are parts that were said by men and as a matter of fact, there were parts that were said by donkeys and animals in the Bible. It is in the Bible we find the words of God. And it is in the words of God that we see the word of God. And in the word of God that we get to know God. Let me break it down. The Bible contains the words of God. It contains the words of God. It is in the words of God that we see God. It is in his words that we see the word. God is the word. So it is in his word that we see the word. And it is in the word that we see God. John 10, 30. I am my father, our one. That was my favorite scripture when I was a young boy. Whenever I was asked at any point in my life, like we give a scripture, John 10, 30, I'm a father one. I would say it faster, 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 faster. Because I don't want to be caught. That was the only scripture I knew as a, as a young boy. So I don't want anybody to go and say it. So, yes, like we give a scripture. John 10, 30, I am my father, I want. I am my father, I want. Jesus is the word. So when we see the words of God, or when we see the words in the Bible, that is where we see God. One act of renewing your mind is to see God in his word. If you do not make time for the word of God, forget about it. Your, your, your mind will remain where you are. If you do not make time for the word, you shall stay where you are. You can pray for 20 hours a year. And you can, as a matter of fact, you can pray for 24 hours a week. But if you do not make time for the word of God, if you do not make time for it, when your mind will not be renewed, you will become a zealous person without knowledge. So first of all, I started by saying, do not conform, do not accept what the world, the world says it is normal. You are a spirit man. So you must eat the food of your spirit, and that is the word of God. Your growth as a child of God, do not depend on how much you can pray. In as much as that is very, very important, if you are not knowledge of the word, you will not grow. If you are not knowledgeable in the word, you will, not, you will remain where you are, in the state of confusion, in the state of one battle to another battle. You will not be even able to discern the voice of God. Because you have no intact with him through his word. And it is by his word you can hear his voice clearly. Your growth as a child of God depends on how much investment you make in yourself, how much value you make in yourself by studying the word. As I stated earlier, it is by the word that you know God. Just as Jesus said, I and my father are one. It is by the word that you know him. You must make a decision 
just as I said, when, when Paul said, do not conform, it is up to you to make a decision not to conform. So you must make a decision that I am going to get myself knowledgeable, equipped by the word. It is then the Holy Spirit can help you. If David did not make the decision to go and fight Goliath, today I would have been saying a different thing. It is up to you to make that decision, to stick to the word, to stick to the word, to, speak, to stick to the word. It is not the will of God for us to continue reading the Bible, the Bible, it is not, it is not his will. The will of God is that when we see the word, we become the word. So when I go and read, and by his stripes I am healed, and I'm still not feeling well, it, it means I don't know yet. I must keep on feeding it. I must keep on feeding it until my spirit man becomes equipped with that word. As I said, it is not the will of God for you to keep on reading the Bible and nothing is happening in your life. No. It is his will that as you know, you become. So I see that by his stripes I am healed. First of all, I cannot be sick because by his stripes I am healed. In the book of Romans chapter 8, Paul said that if the spirits, if the spirits of, if the, if the, if the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells richly in you or dwells within you, he shall quicken your mortal bodies. How can the spirit of God quicken my mortal body for me to be sick? It's an error. You are a spirit man. Speak the language of the spirits and that is the way. I said you are not a man. Oh, in our nature, uh, even as I'm communicating with you, I'm speaking English as a matter of fact. That is the pattern of this world. That is the pattern of this world. But as a spirit man, I have, I have a language. As a spirit man, I have a language. God has spoken to me. Yesterday I said this, that the speech of God to us is his word. Our response to God is by prayer. The speech of God to us is his word. But our response to God is by prayer. Christ cannot come into your consciousness. You cannot be Christ um, conscious if you do not allow the word to work on you. And the only way the word can work on you is when you make a decision to spend the quality time with the word. Your growth as a child of God depends. I say this and I say this as a matter of fact that your growth, your growth as a child of God depends on how much investment you, you, you make on the word. John chapter 14, verse 18. Listen very carefully to the words of Jesus here. Listen very carefully. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. I will not leave you. So somebody may say, oh, and, and you know, Jesus died and um, Jesus rose again and he resurrected and he went to be with the father. Jesus said he will not leave us. So Jesus never left Hey, brother Larry. Brother Larry, what are you trying to say? So you are saying that uh, Jesus is not in heaven. Malice, it's okay. I will not leave you as often. I will not leave you as orphans. I will not leave you as orphans. But I will come to you. Does it mean Jesus left? Hello, look at my face. Does it mean he left? Does it mean he left? He never left. He said, behold, I will be with you till the very end of time. Till the very end of time. Did, 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 does it mean he left? He's with us. But the only way to see him, because if I say that my remote is with me, here's my remote. So if my remote is here, my remote is with me. And I say, I've thrown my remote away, but I'm telling you that my remote is with me. How do I see that my remote is with me? So Jesus, we have come to know that Jesus died, resurrected, and went to be at the right side of the Father. But now Jesus is telling us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He said, I will not leave you as orphans. So how do I see him? Because he has never left. I will not leave you means he did not leave. I did not leave you means he did not leave. He is still with us, but how then do I see him? How then do I know him? How then can I see him? How? It's through his words, through the word. 
He says, my sheep hears my voice. My sheep knows my voice. It is because he is with us. That is why when he speaks, we are able to hear. But if we do not make time for the word, we cannot hear him. If I come and as I am teaching you like this, I am showing you a dimension of him. And as a matter of fact, his word, he, his word that has dwelt richly in me is being expressed unto you. You have seen a dimension of him. But until you sit down and make a decision to spend time with him through his word, you can never see him to the fullest as he wants you to see him. Your growth as a child of God. Your growth as a child of God. As important prayer is. As important um, fasting is. If you do not make the investment of the word, if you do not allow the word to work on you, you remain where you are. Make a decision. Make a decision. Make a decision. And do, do you know the beautiful thing? You have an advantage. As a child of God, whenever you make a decision, you have an advantage. Your advantage is the Holy Spirit. When you make a decision, oh Lord, from today, 7 a.m. every day, I'm going to read your word. I'm going to study the Bible. Lord, grant me grace. Immediately, you, you, you make that pronouncement. The Holy Spirit becomes your advantage. When it's getting to 7 a.m., Lavina, go and read the scriptures. Lavina, you made a promise to God. Lavina, hurry up. Lavina, let's go. 7 a.m., maybe you are feeling lazy. Come on, Lavina. Come on, my sweet girl. Come on, my sweet girl. When the Holy Spirit, he being your helper, it being your advantage will take you to the place where you made that pronouncement. Your growth as a child of God depends on the investment. It's not every day. Listen, the days, yesterday I said this, the days where God give me, God give me, God give me, God give me, it is, it is, it is over. We have entered the days where we, we think about what we can do for God. The days where, oh God, you know, God, 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 give me, God, give me, God, I'm praying for a good husband. God, prepare a husband for me. Am I hitting the nail? I'm shaking the table, right? Am I shaking that table? God, give me a good husband. And God, as I present my boyfriend to you, God, let my boyfriend, you're making noise in the ears of God. You're making so much noise. Those days of God, give me is over. Listen. Christ consciousness is to get you to the place where you move from God give me to God, what can I do for you today? You, you do not have food on the table. You have not eaten, but you are thinking, God, how can I bring more souls for you today? Paul said, we are crushed, perplexed, but not moved. Paul was there. Oh, Paul, Apostle Paul. Ha, I love you. I can't wait to see you. Show yourself to me in a dream of me. Listen, Apostle Paul, he was beating Hey, he was beaten and left to die. And he closed his eyes and he did like this. And he saw that they were gone. He rose up again and began to spread the gospel. He was hurt. He was beaten. But yes, he rose up again and began to spread the gospel. He did, he did not even yearn for God. God, deliver me. God, God, do this. He did not even yearn for that. Oh, what his heart yearns. Was that, God, let me open doors for me to go and spread the gospel. He never cared about the beatings he went through. He never cared about the pains, the sufferings he went through. All what he talked about was, God, what can I do for you? Why? Because the consciousness, the reality of Christ had grown richly within him. Welcome to a generation where a 22-year-old girl will be thinking about marriage. Where a 19-year-old girl will be praying about marriage all night. Sister, you are not serious. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. All other things, including the husband you are praying for, including whatever shall be added unto you. Seek ye first. God, what can I do for you? God, I want to heal more sick. I want to win more souls. It's not all about money. Yes, as important it is. It's not all about it. Seek ye first. As you are doing God's own, he is doing your own. You are paying your tithes, you are taking care of your finances. Christ's reality. Do not accept whatever the world, do not accept whatever the world says is normal. Do not accept it. But begin to spend time and let your spirit man be familiarized with the things of God through his word. Do not familiarize yourself 
with the things of the world, but engage God through his word. Oh, Pastor Chris, oh God, I thank you for Pastor Chris. He said something. He said, when he was very young, at the age of 13, 14 years, when he sees his friends, he tells his friends that he is far older than them. His friends never understood that statement. His friends never understood that statement when he said he's far older than them. At the age of 13 years, he has read every version of the Bible. He, he has grown. Hey! Invest yourself. Invest yourself. There are some certain debates I will not even I will not even touch on. Brother Live, is it good to listen to love songs? Is it good to listen to you know worldly songs? And somebody will you have the guts to come and ask me this question. Do not conform to the pattern. In the world, it is normal. Oh, love songs, it is normal to listen to love songs. Hey, Brother Larry, whatever the world calls normal is abnormal to the word of God. Remember, the Holy Spirit, it, it has his indwelling. You are his temple. He, he resides in you. And imagine you are listening to, and he is listening to that song. You are polluting. You are polluting your spirits. Your growth as a child of God. Do not accept. Do not just accept. Do not accept it. Then renew your mind, engaging God through his word. The effective way of renewing, engaging the Lord through his word. You wouldn't just grow, you will glow. Let me show you as an example. Moses, when he went to be with God on the Mount of Sinai, when he was coming back, the children of Israelite that saw him, his face was radiating the glory of God. You wouldn't just glow, you will begin to radiate. People will see you, hey, Lavina, you are becoming fatal. You tell them, it is the glory of God that make it the man rich. Your language begins to change. You are not feeling well. A child of God, you are struck with a sickness. You begin to cry. <laughs> oh, God, God, oh, God, God, my leg, God, my leg. No, don't, don't. Should I tell you don't be funny? Okay, I'll not tell you don't be funny. I'm not, I'm not, I will not say that. You speak to the sickness. You are the wrong place. I command you out. Out now! Out now! Out now! In Jesus' name, when it proves to be stubborn, Kalunda Sakatisa, Ipraya, Eshaka, you begin to speak your language to it. Please, it's not personal. I am teaching you the way to um, overcome and the way to be strengthened. Okay? It's not personal. I love you, okay? No worry. It's not personal. Even if you take it personal, me, I, I will teach you. I will say it when you are hurt, when you cry in your heart, you will finish and you will grow in the word. When there is an issue, remember you are a spirit man. Your spirit man has a language that only God understands. That language is the language of the Holy Spirit. You begin to speak to God concerning that issue. You, 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 you change the whole situation. You are a spirit man. You have an advantage because you are also living on this earth. You are a spirit man. You change the situation. You speak in the language that only God understands. I've heard so many testimonies. The last time, Sister Winnie, she said she could not find her car. She had walked at where she parked her car for 30 minutes. She could not find it. She began to speak in the language that God understands. And as she was speaking, she was being led to her car. She has been at that place and could not see her car. But when she began to speak her original language, because she is a spirit man, as she began to speak her original language, the situation began to change. She was led to where her car was. Yesterday, Mala shared a, a testimony of how the electricity went off. She took, uh, what, what, how, what do you call it? What, what is the name of what you took? She took the top up then. She began to operate from where she ought to operate. She spoke in the language. Nothing was on the card, but after she spoke the language and she placed the language, automatically money came from somewhere onto the card. We, 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 we are not normal. We are not normal. We, we, are, we are a spirit man. We are not normal. We, are, we function and operate from a different aspect. 
But that love you, you don't know. You, you don't. What don't I know? What don't I know? Not the love you. You, you, you don't know. You, you, you. Are you staying with my mom? Do you know what she's going to do to me, brother? Do I know? Begin to function from where you ought to function. You are born of God. Your father is, is the father of all fathers. And he has given you a language. You begin to fashion. Makala kusa kataya. Ipranda kasheta. Isendi palakusha lebrendi makaya. Brother Larry, Brother Larry, you, you don't know the amount of assignments I'm having. You don't know. You, I'm having about four, 200 units assignment to do. All of them is 1,500 words. You don't know. You are sitting there and speaking in tongue. Sister, brother, you are a spirit man. The Holy Spirit, he shall teach you and bring unto your remembrance. You begin your assignment. You are reading. You are speaking in the language. You begin to function even in your assessments. Note this. We function from a different perspective. We are a spirit. That is who we are. The Bible says we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. The devil would attack us, yes, with that headache. Headache, you are at a wrong place. Go now. Every day, you're having issues with your mom. Every day, you're having issues with your dad. You, you, you wake up. Devil, your time in my house has come to an end. Out. You open the gate for the devil. Pass here and go. Out. Out now. I, I'm saying what I practiced before. My little brother, Junior, he's not here. I wouldn't have talked. I would have let him share this testimony. Before I got saved, every day, every, huh? They wouldn't go two, three days without Junior and I fighting. Sometimes we fight and I will beat him. Sometimes he, you know, he's very taller than me, so he try to, you know, cheat. He's very to, but still, I, 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 I teach him a lesson. And after I got saved, then I, I, the Lord began to work on me, and I saw that it wasn't Junior's fault. It was coming from somewhere. I woke up someday. You devil, your time has come to an end. I open the gates now. Go. I not even shout to go. Leave my house. Since that day, Junior never Junior never fought me again. That is where we function from. You have any issues with your mom? You lie on your bed. Ha! Satan, you are a liar. Under palaku Your days of deceit in my house has come to an end. Your dad does not understand why you are always praying. Devil, leave my dad's minds away. Leave his mind alone. In the name of you pray to you, you see an answer. When I start talking about prayer, most of you, you, Brother Love, you have prayed and prayed and prayed, but nothing is happening. You have not finished praying. Go and continue praying. What prayer cannot do, more prayer can do. What more prayer cannot do, more and more and more and more prayer can do. Eight hours prayer could not do it. Ten hours can. Go there, ten hours. And don't come and tell me, Brother Lai, I want my hair to grow. And you go and pray for 20 hours for your hair to grow. God is not a magician. <laughs> Somebody is feeling attacked by remove. Function from where you ought to function. You are a spirit man. You are a spirit man. Speak the language of the spirits. Accept the reciprocal. Accept the, 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 the speech of God in you. That is the word of God. The only way to grow onto the consciousness of and the reality, total reality, is to spend time. Spend time with God through his word. Spend time, spend time, devote yourself. The reason why it is called devotion, it means you have to devote yourself. You have an assignment that is due. The assignment can wait. But the life, you don't be sensitive. What assignment can wait? Do you want me to fill my course? I don't want you to fill your course. You, you have to know how to prioritize your things. Make a decision. Make a decision. The growth of a Christian does not depend on God. It depends on you. Your growth as a child of God does not depend on God. It depends on you. As I, and I repeat, it, it does not depend on God. He has given unto us all things that pertains unto life and godliness. Whatever he ought to provide for you to go, he has given it unto you. Through his word, through his men of God, through wonderful books written by his men. It is up to you to make that decision, that conscious effort. 
to eat and grow. Just as Peter said, desire the sincere milk. Make time for the word. Make time for the word. Christ consciousness. You want your consciousness to be always about Christ and not that boy who break your heart. You want your consciousness to be about Christ and not, and not that husband you have been praying for or that your boyfriend who is wasting your time. Make a decision. Make a decision. Make a decision. Make a decision. I've not seen a man who has put God first. That God has put him last. I've never seen that before. When you prioritize God, he prioritizes you. Make a decision to stick to the word. To stick to the word. Your knowledge of the word will, de- uh, will, 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 will show who you are going to stand in front of. Your knowledge of the word will show who you are going to stand in front of. Prayer will let you stand in front of God. Prayer, you are standing in front of God. But your knowledge of the word will depend on who you are going to stand in front of. Make a decision. We are about to enter into a new year. Maybe you might have some goals. You might have some resolutions. Make a decision. Prioritize the things of God. I want to read from Genesis to Revelations. I want to read from, um, um, I want to finish the New Testament by this. I start with the Old Testament by this. I want to get closer to God. You want to get closer to God. It's his word. It's his word. It's his word. God, I want to get closer to you. God will look at you from everywhere. We will do like this. You want to get closer, go to my word. It is by the word that we know him. It is by the word that we get closer to him. Oh, God, I want to grow. God, I want to grow in you. God, God, let me grow. God, let me grow. You want God, let me grow. God, let me grow. God, let me grow. You will grow when you begin to invest in your time with him. That's where where your growth is as a child of God. But the Lord, I'm struggling with this. Begin to spend time with God. You stop struggling with that. Now, some people, they don't just need deliverance. They need to to make a decision. Like, you need to make a decision. But the Lord, I'm struggling with my phone. You're not struggling with your phone. Put your phone down and, and, and invest your time with, with God through his word. Remember who you are. You are a spirit man. Whatever does not profit the spirits, do not allow in your system. Whatever will not profit the growth of your spirits, do not allow it in your system. Begin to speak in the language of the Holy Spirit. Bless the name of our precious Lord. Bless the name of our precious Lord. Begin to give Jesus all the praise. Begin to bless his holy name. Begin to exalt his holy name. 